Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Librarians are first responders by Bob Ramsey. No other public library system in the world is bigger and busier than Toronto's. Not New York, not London, us. Nearly 70% of Torontonians use the Toronto Public Library. During the pandemic, with every one of its 100 branches closed, online demand has more than doubled. The library has even launched a digital library card, which has over 14,000 takers so far. Years ago, libraries shifted from being places to borrow books to being that and gigantic internet cafes. Librarians followed suit, but now they also dispense citizenship and job information and have even been pressed into being social workers and even paramedics administering naloxone to overdosing street people who are sheltering inside the safe place that libraries are. Not happily, but they do it. Not your mother's view of Madam Librarian. But the pandemic has called on libraries to do even more. In Toronto, more than 30% of food banks have been closed just as demand for emergency food services has spiked. Food banks need volunteers in space. And hmm, what are librarians everywhere great at? Picking and sorting. So in early April, the library converted nine of its branches into food banks, and since then has increased that to 11. Even better, over 150 library staff are working and dozens more have volunteered at these pop-up food banks, offering 13,000 food hampers to families across the city. Next, they offered food for thought. Recognizing that many of these families have young kids at home who aren't in school and can't get to a library to get a book, the library decided it would provide free books for these kids in the food hampers. These aren't old library books, but brand new age-appropriate ones. Given that one in three food bank clients are children, this is a lot of books. The Toronto Public Library Foundation raised some money to buy new kids' books. This prompted Penguin Random House Canada and Scholastic Canada to donate more of their own. Soon, the Israeli Foundation and an anonymous family made it possible to buy even more. Many Canadian big city libraries don't have foundations attached. Maybe they have individual and corporate patrons. But the view generally is, I pay for the library through my taxes. Libraries are a municipal service. Why should I pay twice? Well, I'd suggest that one reason Toronto's library is the biggest in the world is precisely because it has a foundation out there beating the bushes for extra funds. Just as Toronto's best-in-the-world hospitals only keep the lights on via our tax dollars, with their greatness purchased almost entirely via private philanthropy, so too is our public library in the same boat. 
But the Toronto Public Library is more than big and even more than biggest. It's great and possibly even greatest. The library quickly saw that with the city and the world moving online, some Toronto families would be lost and forgotten while we all sheltered at home. These are the families that have no Wi-Fi at home, no computers, no nothing when it comes to connecting with the outside world. So the foundation fundraised to buy laptops plus Wi-Fi service for 300 families. As of today, it's raised enough for 200 of them. Years ago, a friend told me her story. She was a child, a Jewish refugee after the Second World War. She failed in school because she could barely speak English. So her mother took her every day to the Lillian H. Smith branch on College Street, east of Spadina, where she learned a new language. She got so good that years later she became one of the country's top lawyers. Stories like this are happily all too common in Toronto, where the library, its librarians, and foundation can teach us all about agility and relevance. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C.com.